Greetings, friends, and welcome to the first ever Singing Scientist podcast, Perspectives of an Artist Who Does Science. Let me tell you what, I cannot overstate how excited I am to begin this journey with you. I've dreamed of doing something like this for a long time, and the fact that it's happening now and that you're here listening and that we're disembarking on this journey together just brings me unspeakable joy. Uh, let me set the stage. I am in uh, Japan where I arrived some hours ago on a late flight and I'm terribly jet lagged. So that makes me a morning person at the moment. And I'm sitting in a hotel room overlooking Lake Ashinoko near Hakone, Japan, which normally uh, is very scenic. You can see Mount Fuji in the distance, uh, but of course at the moment is rainy and cloudy and windy and nothing whatsoever can be seen. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Uh, nevertheless, it is a beautiful place and I've met some wonderful people here. And um, this is actually exactly where I dreamed I would do this very first intro episode. So the scene, as far as I'm concerned, is perfect. Singing scientist. Okay, what does that mean? People ask me, uh, oh, what what do I do? I'm sure you get this question. Uh, and I can never really answer scientist, but I can also never really answer singer because I do both things. And I also am a writer. And in fact, writing is probably what comes most naturally to me. So answering that question has always been difficult. And so I've kind of ended up just saying, oh, I'm a singing scientist or uh, I'm an artist who does science. Because when it comes to the science that I do, that's my day job. I actually, my field is evolutionary bioinformatics. And what that means is that I look at a computer screen, looking at DNA data all day, uh, trying to find patterns and coding and writing programs that try to extract meaning from, from the patterns that I see in the DNA of different organisms and hopefully uh, finding out something about the function of their genes. And so that's what I do, but I've never felt uh, like the scientific part of it came naturally. It has been a struggle to learn programming. Math has always been a struggle. I don't have an engineer's brain. I have the brain of someone conceptual, someone who sees the big picture. And I love patterns. I love truth. I love beauty and finding it and expressing it. Thinking about concepts and implications and assumptions, more philosophically too. And so um, I've never felt like a scientist at heart. I felt like an artist at heart, but an artist who does science and applies that perspective. And so that's where this came from. Um, yet that kind of goes against, uh, the conventional wisdom when you're talking about doing a podcast, because what they tell you, the advice they all give is find one niche, find one topic, focus and get your community, um, in, in that area. And, um, I don't know about you, but I have never once been able to choose or to focus on anything. <laughs> Are you with me? I can't do it. Ah. <sighs> It, this the, that that fact brings me back to to one of my favorite books uh, by Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. If you haven't read this thing, man, read it. It is it is a life changer. And in that book, it's it's a book about like spirituality for creative people. And one of the writing uh, exercises that she has in there is, hey, if you had ten lives, twenty lives to lead, and you could do something different in each of them, what would you do? And I don't know about you, but for me, 
those 20, 30 lives came in a heartbeat, <laughs> I would be a uh, singer in one of them. I'd be a pianist in another one. I'd be a saxophonist in another one. I'd do ballet in another one. I would be a swimmer. I'd be a world traveler learning the languages everywhere. I would be a writer. I'd be a barista. <laughs> There's no end to, to all the things that I'm interested in. There's so much desire in us, right? Part of the result of that is that I am really never bored. I'm, in fact, I'm a workaholic. I just can't get enough of learning new things. And so if you're anything like that, if any of that resonates with you, even if you've got two different things in your life that you can't choose between, um, I think this Singing Scientist podcast is going to be for you because um, the idea is to find the middle spaces, find the intersections of our identities, um, where you know one person might be a mother, a banker, a Muslim. Another person might be a brother, a male, a gay person, a musician. Um, and sometimes some of some of those uh, identities aren't necessarily seen by most people as going together. Gay Christian, for example. And I bring up that specific combination because that's my experience. And in fact, if there's going to be any focus of this podcast, it will probably be along those lines. Namely, spirituality from a gay perspective. I was raised uh, Christian in a very, uh, very conservative community, city, family. And so my, uh, my biggest struggle, at least early in life, and of course it'll always be there in some way, was the conflict between being a Christian and being gay. <clears throat> okay? So on the one hand, if you're a Christian, you know, and this is of course generalizing, but at least where I grew up, being a Christian meant you were not gay, man. You, you had to choose that you were going to follow a different path, okay? And yet, from a very early age, I was attracted to other guys, both um, affectionately, emotionally, and physically. And so I knew there was a battle coming up. Now, on the other hand, if you're a gay person and, that, and you really embrace that, yet you also have some spiritual sensibilities, it's really hard to find a spiritual community, at least one that uh, stems from any traditional groups, because you can't, you can't have both. Um, and gay people, by and large, at least in my experience, um, the most outspoken ones are somewhat anti-religious. And then, of course, the most religious people are very anti-gay. And so where can we find a place to belong? And from that dilemma came a book idea for me. And the book uh, title is No Place to Lay Your Head. Now that comes from a Bible verse uh, describing Jesus where the Bible says, uh, you know, the birds of the air have their nest, but the Son of God had no place to lay his head. And you know the story, the outcome is, is quite obvious. He was so rejected by his milieu that uh, they executed him end of story. He was so radical or liberal or just uh, not fitting into any categories, so heretical that they killed him, okay? And, and I always really resonated with that verse because that's how I felt. I felt like I had no place to lay my head, no place to belong because I didn't fit. And so above everything else, I hope that this podcast is a place where we can talk 
openly, authentically about our different identities and maybe some some controversial issues that get really polarized, but we can talk about the middle spaces. We can be agnostic. Now, what do I mean by agnostic? It's a dirty word in some uh, circles, but all I mean is that we admit the possibility that we could be wrong. That's, that's as simple as it is. And I don't mean admit to other people, uh, which it's probably good to do as well, but I'm really talking about admitting the possibility into our own psyche. We could not possibly be right about everything. If we were, we'd be God or perfect or something, uh, something much bigger than we are, right? Or in, in another way, something much smaller than we are. We would not be ourselves. And so being agnostic to me means a, uh, an attitude, an attitude of teachability, that that person on the other side could always uh, teach me something, even if I think I disagree with everything, or even if I do disagree with everything I hear them say. Um, there's always something to be learned. Now this, uh, man, this is radical in our day, our Trump versus Hillary versus Bernie day, where it's black and white, it's binary, it's either or. That's the world we live in right now. And uh, I'm going to step out on faith and say that it will be the voice of our generation, um, the millennials. My, I'm an older millennial, and I think that our generation is going to reject this polarity. See that uh, the truth lies in between, that the truth lies in discussion and acceptance and uh, love and authenticity. Okay. And so that is what this podcast is for. Now, it's a podcast because people aren't reading blogs. <laughs> oh, man. I've tried. I've tried writing online. And at least for me, it's just not working. And in a, in a big way, I resonate with that because, you know, if I have any time for actual deep reading, I'm going to pick up a book. I'm going to pick up a hard copy of something that I can see and highlight and annotate and write in the margins. Um, I'm not going to read something online. Part of that is because I'm looking at a computer screen all day for work, and I don't want to look at a screen anymore in my leisure times. And another part of it is people can throw whatever trash they want online, so it often ends up being a waste of time. People are looking for Instagram stories, for pictures, for maybe headlines, and that's, that's about it. And so even though writing is what I love to do most, um, and I, or at least what I think I'm best at, it's not getting out the way I hoped. And I think podcasting is, is the way to go for this. Um, so focus is going to be on the gay and Christian experience, at least in the sense of that will form a sort of context of my perspective. Okay. But then also I do want to talk about singing and I want to talk about science and I want to interview cool people. Um, and I've got a lot of ideas in store for you that I'm excited about. So what we're going to do is going to fly in the face of conventional wisdom. We're not going to choose a topic, um, but I will try to indicate in the titles of each episode what that topic is about. So, for example, if um, I'm at an evolution conference and we're going to talk about some theory of natural selection, uh, feel free, if that's just not your cup of tea, to skip such an episode. But I, I still hope that you'll be with me for the larger journey. So what, what can you expect coming up? I want to talk about some of the teachings that 
we may have had uh, by whatever religion we were brought up in and um, how that sort of shaped us in, in a way that can't really be changed or it's difficult to change and we're still confronting stuff. We're still confronting assumptions uh, that, that we had ingrained in us. And um, I would love it if we could just talk openly about that stuff without any judgment and, and sort of navigate those spaces together. I don't think that there's really a resource for uh, spiritual Christians, in at least the type of resource I would want, that is one that encourages meditation on these things, one that encourages um, really just heartfelt topics without having to make a point, without having to end up with a conclusion. Let's just dwell. Let's just find this middle space and see if we can we see if we can mine out a little bit more truth than we had before. Okay. That's one huge hope for me. Another hope for me is that um, I'd be able to talk about some scientific topics. Um, I want to interview some scientists coming up. Uh, I'm actually in Japan for a science conference on evolution. And so if you're interested in evolution and natural selection and something called the neutral theory, I've got some episodes planned for you. Now you might say, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so you're you're an evolutionary biologist, but you are going to talk about some spiritual things on this podcast as well. I don't get it. And hey, that's the point of this podcast. We are not scientists merely. We are scientists who sing. So the singing part of that title is meant to cover the the artistic, the spiritual, the um, the non-mechanistic, non-material aspect of our existence. We are holistic beings. We're spirit. We are physical. We're bodies. And we ignore any aspect of our, of our existence, much to our detriment. To ignore that we have um, a spiritual, emotional aspect to our existence is kind of like for the body never getting exercise. Now, in addition to... Uh, to some spiritual topics, and to relationships, and to the occasional episode on science. I also hope to do an occasional episode uh, interviewing artists in different areas and talking about my own journey with vocal technique. I love singing, uh, but <laughs> by no means did that come easy, or is the journey easy still? It is not. Um, it's been a really hard thing to even learn the basics of, um, and yet talking about vocal technique and growing and learning new things is something I'm just really excited and passionate about. So I hope we can talk technique, we can talk music, and some other things on this on this podcast as well. So that's what we have coming up for you. Uh, we're going to talk about topics that are sometimes controversial, but we're going to try to find some middle ground, some uh, some key insights that come from not choosing a side, not being too so polarized as, as our culture is right now. And uh, we're going to talk about and music and being gay and being Christian and being atheist and being anything you are in love and in reconciliation and in in a spirit of learning from one another. So I hope you're excited about that. I'm super excited about that. And, uh, and we'll see, we'll see what lies ahead. So thanks for joining me. Uh, j- thanks for joining me on this uh, journey. And um, I think at least for now, the way I want to close these podcasts is with a quote by Richard Rohr. And it goes like this. It's kind of like a benediction. 
The best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better. The best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better. And I hope we can all take that approach. Till next time.